the podcast was born out of a moment of desperation. Like, what was it? It was like, wow, we're not selling enough services. And Rich went, what do you think about podcasts? And I said, oh, God, it's so much work. My goal was to squeeze as much value out of Paul Ford as I possibly could. Yeah. Rich, you ever heard of a funnel? I have heard of a funnel. What's a, what's a funnel do? I think of uh, a funnel makes sure whatever you're pouring makes it into the thing. That's right. It, it focuses things. It does. It focuses it's things and it like moves sand, them along. sand, if you're putting sand on a It's cake. just wise. Yeah. It's just smart, right? You should use a funnel, always. There is such a thing as a funnel, right? And, but there's also the metaphor of the funnel. The thing about a real funnel is that you put stuff in it and all the same stuff comes out. It's just kind of focused. A marketing funnel is about a steady war of attrition between you and everyone who you're trying to sell your product to. Like this one has like awareness, interest, consideration, evaluation, blah, 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 until finally they like buy your thing and then- Looking at this for the first time and it's actually making sense to me. Oh yeah, yeah. This is great. how I dealt with relationships in my 20s, by the way. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's the thing, right? You have to get a you have to get an unbelievable number of people yeah. in. And it order broke to... down on repeat yeah. for some reason. No, I know. <laughs> and it... it kept getting jammed up there. I don't know why. So that's a marketing funnel, right. right? And you go down these different steps, and and really what's happening is you go down the funnels. You're losing humans along the way, but the ones who are sticking around are the ones who you might be able to engage in a beautiful purchasing relationship. Okay. Okay, so that's good. Here's a sales funnel. This is a big one. All right. You go at the top, you're trying to create awareness and then interest and then get a decision and bring them to action. Buy that car. Transact. Mm -hmm. So right. at the top of your funnel, use the word top. You know, It's very like top to bottom. Yeah. The top of your funnel, if you're a car salesperson, mm -hmm. is like, I'm going to run a newspaper ad telling them about all the Toyotas we've got here at Jeffrey Toyota. And get noticed. Yeah. You're saying get noticed. Now, yeah. Right? Awareness. So I know about like, I think about the, I'm not a truck guy and I don't even own a car, but that Ford F-150 ad where the truck finally makes it over the mountain and all you see is the front of the grill and it's just, that is not just we sell a truck, right? You're, you're trying to connect to people. No, so yeah, this is selling, like, yeah. Like top this of the is funnel is emotion and brand. Connecting, right? It's you're big. trying to get people to connect. That's where you want to be. And you don't, and you want to just, you get them in there and then you go, Come on into your Ford dealership. Yes. And, and, and then they come into the Ford dealership and now they've shown interest, right? It's, it's worth pausing and noting how we stumbled into this. Like we didn't think we have to assemble the sales team. We need to think about the funnel when we started Postlight. No, it's worth true. It's worth noting. It, we just thought, let's get the word out. We'll write an article or two and then we'll start talking to people and they'll want to spend money with us. The whole notion of it is, is like actually pretty new to us, but is huge in, in the world, right? Well, it's not just the world. It's, it's our whole industry is going funnel words. That's what I keep saying. Yes. So, you know, here's another one where people come through traffic or leads and sales. So, you know, for people at home listening on their headphones, we're just looking at funnels. Imagine a funnel. Yes. Think about a funnel. Follow. Welcome. You, all of you, yes. are in a funnel right now. You're, you're, you're right. <laughs> Close the doors. <laughs> so you may not realize it, 
Probably you do because we talk about it a lot and you have listened to the podcast. The podcast was a a little bit of a Hail Mary and the goal was like, you know what? Nobody understands what we do, not just us particularly, but the whole freaking industry. Like everyone is like, what? You build websites? And we're like, well, we build platforms and APIs. And they're like, ah, duh, stop talking moon language. And it's just horrible, right? So we're like, let's explain to people what we do five or six million times yes, and see if they can stand it. but the reality is it's the it it actually is especially for bigger engagements it's the number one way that people find us because they they've actually and we didn't plan this we're not that smart but they feel that they've had a conversation with us and in a very real way they have yeah and this speaks to a lot of how people try to connect to potential customers today. Well, I try to think right. about it from the point of view of somebody who's like, I got to go find an agency. And you usually go look for an agency and it's like, you know, here's our process and we'd like to call you and download this and how great we are. And then you listen to us and, and somebody once described us on Twitter as, I like this podcast. It's just two jabrones talking about tech. <laughs> I think that's a compliment. It was, I can't it, tell. It isn't, it isn't. But it's real, right? So you're all in a funnel, whether you're listening or you're here. Like we brought you in knowing that one or two of you, like, first of all, it's good to see people. We like. Thank we you like, for yeah, coming. Yes, you. this is a terrible way to frame this. No, event. but this is this is what's real. One yeah. or two, one or two of you, will never leave. One or two of you will go home and say, "I like the ironic way that they approach sales. I like that it's not too serious, and I could continue talking to them." So, this is the thing, though. It's not just most like we're always in funnels. Okay. You don't think about it when you walk down the street. There are so many funnels that you're in right now. Like if you're buying Avengers Endgame tickets, doing in looking at the internet and part of advertising, you're donating to charity, voting Democrat, subscribing to the New York Times, subscribing to the Baffler, buying real estate, college applications, your title subscription. But every like totally special thing that really captures your personality that you buy or do is ends up kind of in some funnel somewhere. You yeah, yeah you're just a cog in that machine. And uh, good for you. Like, it's all of us. Like, it's not just that you're the, the product being, you're the person being marketed to, but we all exist in this sort of sales dynamic, and that's how we're being perceived everywhere in the world. And I, I think that, like, that just happened, right? Like, that's the rise of automated marketing culture and so on. Whoa. Okay. Well, and this is the last point on that, right? Is that Tinder is actually like a little bit like Salesforce. Like you're kind of triaging all your leads. Tinder is a very steep, narrow funnel that you yeah. either make it through or you don't, right? It, yeah. Very quickly, just marble shooting through that funnel. Well, right? the CRM, which is like the customer relationship manager, you yeah. just get rid of customer. Yeah. And it's just a relationship manager, right? Yeah, <laughs> it is. And, and it's probably the most efficient CRM in existence. It's, right? it's amazing at extreme conversion. And so, yeah. um, but that's the thing, like dating apps, <laughs> you're in a funnel with dating apps. Yeah. It's just, or you're, you're actually the person in charge. It's, it's worth mentioning also. I mean, this is, we're talking in the context of technology. This has existed forever in yeah. sales. It is a thing where you go and build the relationship. There was a day when the salesperson just went to lunches, lunch after lunch after lunch. And there's a bit of a reaction today, Paul to this, right? Like you, that slide before this one where you showed all the different funnels we're in, people are, are getting a little, a little kind of freaked out by it, right? Like privacy is a big story now. And, and I looked up a, an electric lawnmower. I have about six square feet of grass in Brooklyn. And I looked up an electric lawnmower and I, and in, on Amazon and I looked through a few, read some reviews, left, didn't make a purchase. 
opened up Facebook that night. And between, you know, my aunt's casserole picture and whatnot, there was a lawnmower inside of Facebook being advertised to me by Amazon. And I opened my closet the next morning and a box flew out and there was my lawnmower. but it's intense. I gotta I, say, I love when intense. Amazon is like, "Hey, you bought a mattress. You know what you might need? Yeah, a mattress." <laughs> <laughs> you're like, "This is real." Yeah, you're just like, "How many?" I mean, it's shit. just like you guys couldn't have. Like, I got the lawnmower. You man. couldn't have put that little filter in there, but yeah. no, no, it's know, coming like, at you. Mm. Should we pitch Wish.com really quickly? Yeah, go, go for it. Right. Wish.com. Do you guys know what Wish.com is? Wish.com is a site where they sell shit, junk, pretty much. You never go to Wish.com and say, I need to go get new batteries. It's, it's just a site that has garbage that it's selling you for really cheap, and they have no inventory. Apparently, they make it when you make the purchase. And it's bizarre and weird, and it's that sort of, you know, I need to fill the void because no one's spoken to me in seven hours, so I should go buy something for $11. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then it comes, like, wrapped in that plastic, from, and it's, like, from, you know, Daewoo Heavy industry. It's real. Okay, so on to the next slide, which I'm going to describe to the listeners as a very complicated screen. Well, or like a, a Trello board, but really, really boring. This is a picture. Do you know what application this is, Rich? I think I do. I'm going to let you say it, Paul. Salesforce. This is it, right? If you're moving people through a funnel, you're using Salesforce most likely in America. Not everybody or in the world. Not everybody. We, we manage our leads with a product called Pipedrive. It's a little bit easier and a little bit like more appropriate for our size. But here's the reason we're talking about this. Over and over, over the last couple of years, people have come to us and said, what do you do with Salesforce? And at first we were like, I don't know. Okay, and it's, it's this thing. Out of context with yeah. what they're asking for. And it would be like a large not-for-profit that wanted to manage logins, or it would be a, um, a, a media company that wanted to track relationships with authors. I, I've seen it at colleges. It's turning out that Salesforce is one of the secret super systems that runs the entire world. It is. And we're seeing it more and more as software creators. And so we're, this is kind of what we're talking There's almost anxiety. People are like, I... I I got to do Salesforce. I, where's, I got to put Salesforce in this. And they're coming to us for something that we would never suggest it because it didn't make sense. But just, there's, there's nervousness around it. Have you seen the Salesforce building in New York City? I have not. You're just walking up. I think it's Fifth Avenue. And all of a sudden, there's the word Salesforce on top of a building. And it's like it's from the future. Other buildings do that, Paul. Just yeah, throwing that no, out there. No, I know, but it was like... There's names just, of companies I on still find it really weird when internet things become New York yeah, things. Like, it's, it's just it's not... True. New York, it's, it's, it's a new, new territory. Like, you go out to the bay and you're driving from the airport and you're like, oh, cyberauctionbiz.com and it's got yeah. like 84 floors and you're like, yeah. I don't even know what that is, but that's cool. But here, it's just... It's it supposed is. to be banks. It's supposed to be MetLife. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> banks and... MetLife. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I don't know. What else? Hospitals. Those are like the two things that New York City is supposed to have. People have money and they die. That's yeah. New York City. That's right. right? That's right. Banks and hospitals. And then, then all of a sudden, one day, Salesforce. Salesforce is here. Big looming tower. Yes. So and this is a big company. It's a, it's a $123 billion company. And that, that's good, I think. I think that's a really good number. You know, of pretty companies. good. Yeah, things are good. I actually said this to Rich earlier today. He's like, well, it's not that big. I'm like... I, I mean, I'm thinking in the context of like... 
don't not, know what context. It's I not Microsoft yet. Right? Like uh, Microsoft and Google are like eight hundred trillion dollar companies. Yeah. yeah, and so like it's not quite there yet, but boy, is it everywhere. And it's it was founded by this guy Mark Benioff, um, who had a very very close relationship with Larry Ellison at Oracle. He was like the number one salesperson at Oracle by like age twenty six. He was just this rising star, and then he went in like nineteen ninety nine and was like, I'm going to change the way people sell. And um, well, he put he put CRM software. Customer funnel software yeah. in the cloud. That was his, right. his angle, right? And he, he, he got ahead of everyone else. So look, what's the world? The world is people use browsers and phones, and then you got these sort of platforms that Postlight builds, and then there's all these APIs, like content API. That could just be WordPress, login, search, analytics. Like These are the things that you use when you, that we build. These are the building blocks, right, that make up stuff. And we think we're kind of kind of big deal for having those APIs under there and telling yep. everybody how it's going to all work. But the real world, if you go one level down now, it's starting to look like this. This is what people are coming to us about. They're saying Salesforce. Yeah. Put it underneath everything. And underneath that, connect it to all these marketing tools and MailChimp and give us this kind of analytics and so yeah. on. And so it's really changing the industry in that what they did that was really smart, I got to give this to them, they went like most people are trying to go up and like make good yeah. interfaces and so on. Salesforce went down. They're like, we're going to be underneath everything. That's true. That's true. Uh, it, the Salesforce interface, when a human interacts with it, is an absolute shit show. If you've <laughs> really ever used it. They, they're not too worried about it. It's not priority for them, in fact. You can use it. It has all the features and it does everything. It's very complicated, very dense. But what they did was they kept thinking about it as a platform and as this thing that's going to power other things and it's going to sit in the middle. It's a middleman. It's a beautiful place to be right there in that layer where information needs to travel. Well, also, through. what they did is they said, hey, everybody's running around doing this stuff on the web, kind of hoping it'll work or throwing some advertising yeah. or send, trying to get referral uh, stuff through Amazon or whatever. Let's get in there where the revenue is. Let's get in there and say, hey, let's, we'll capture leads and we'll move them to mm -hmm. towards paying customers. And so this giant platform is suddenly finding this context and everyone can point to it and say, we're glad to pay the money for it because it is about how we make money. Yeah. That's easy to justify in any budget. And so it's weird as a open source focused services mm -hmm. company that likes to work with lots of platforms. We're in Salesforce's universe more and more. And yeah. I think what they capitalized on is there was a day when you know, CRM software has been around for many, many years. And it was for the person that went out and built those relationships around homeowners insurance or bigger sales. Life what, sciences was big too. Life Almost, sciences, yeah. yeah, pharmaceutical sales and whatnot. And what they found was everything is happening now in a very automated, very sort of transient way just by breathing on your phone or looking at your Apple Watch. There's opportunity. The weird thing, right, is that what, what, this, what this points to is the fact that everyone, like you work in digital media and you're a programmer or you're a writer or whatever, we kind of all are sales now. Dude, have you ever filled out like the first four fields of lender.com? Just for shits. Just go do it tonight. That's what you right? do. You're like, oh, A man. mortgage broker will be on your lawn within 12 hours. Oh, it's oh, unbelievable. You know the other one? If you uh, stack overflow, if you do the jobs product, yeah. and you, the minute you fill in your phone number, yeah. like someone is, puts their hand on the landline and waits. And if you don't like fill out the rest of that form in about a minute, your phone rings and they're like, hi. Submission is bullshit. This it's, is worth noting. Yeah. You don't have to hit submit. It's no. done. It's over. It's, it's already me. in. It's me, Joel Spolsky. You know? 
Yeah, it's you are already already on auto dial. It's yeah, that's done. right. And they'll pick it's you true. up. They'll call you. And they'll be like, "What do you need in order to complete that yeah. transaction? Get that job? Yeah. You're still looking? Looking? Yeah. yeah. If you if you exactly. I, I can't believe you filled it in the last five seconds. Yeah. And so that's just a subtle change that I think we're all. I I know personally, like I'm learning to live with it a little bit because I used to think, "Hey, we'll put the stuff up and people will look at it and use it, and then they'll make decisions based on what we do." Mm-hmm. And instead, there's this whole other world where it's like, "No, no, we got to move them along." And we got to figure out where they yeah. fit and and it's it's not just us it's like art institutions show up yeah and they're like hey uh we gotta build everything on salesforce they need donors they, they need all kinds ticketing of ticketing and whether oh. it's whether it's good or bad is frankly irrelevant it is where we're at it is where we're at it's where yeah. we're at right like as part of me is like well there's a beautiful web that is all about yeah. in, humans interacting and then but the people who pay for services are saying yeah. salesforce what's your opinion and then there's also like these companies. This was bought by uh, MuleSoft is the name of this company because uh, it's like works really hard. Who for here it. has heard of MuleSoft? MuleSoft connects anything to anything, any API to anything. Salesforce bought it for six some billion dollars. So that's nice. That's always good. A little something. And it's just this endless, endless list of things that the file connector and the OAuth module and things that connect to everything else and ultimately connect to Salesforce. Yes. So there's this whole world where you just sort of like click five buttons, fill out some forms, don't even write a lot of code, and all the various pieces are glued together for you. Yep. That is... It's and, something. I mean... And they're coming for us. Like they're saying, you don't need to hire some services firm. That's right. But you kind of do because all this stuff just falls apart. It, it, there's like well, five things that work really well. And then there's the like, oh, no, we tried MuleSoft, but it didn't work. Because we get yeah. those too. They come in. Yeah. I don't think people might realize like services business is a lot of regret and sunk cost coming in. Like they're like, oh, God, we did everything possible yeah. to never have to talk to you. Yeah, it's true. And it, it turns out that yeah. we've completely screwed ourselves up and we need to give you a lot of money and it hurts, and we hate you for it. Yeah. <laughs> so what's our future? I've boiled our whole future down to a set of acronyms. Set ACE TAF. S-E-T-A-C-E-T-A-F. And it's stay employed today, always connect everything to a funnel. What? what? <laughs> Why are you excited about that? That's a very um, strange thing. You didn't show up to the meeting where we were going to do this. I did. I was late to this morning. So meeting. I'm going to have some fun. Go do it. So set ace taff. I want to like when you are in this world, we're talking about Salesforce and MuleSoft and lots of things connecting, but there's actually the world of automation software is absolutely ridiculous. It is. There's this thing called the the marketing technology landscape. And if you're at home, I encourage you to download it. I'd go incognito before <laughs> yeah, typing that in. Do not just type that in. It's this chart with some logos on it showing yeah. like, oh, hey, how do I reach influencers? Oh, well, I could I could connect to blog this loving and buzz insanity. This or is insanity. What if I need to get referrals to my contact, you know, in, in order to get my... Uh, Bots and live chat. Yeah. Oh, that little piece of shit thing on the bottom right yeah, that, that kicks guy, in? That little guy hey, is, what are you doing there's here? There's like 100 companies that do this. This is incredible. So there's like, yes, everyone is sighing because there's like 5,000 companies. Why would someone? You can't even. Yeah. Is it a poster? Is that the thing? I I would I would totally like that right. and like a Ferrari as a, yeah. as a teenager. Like For the that. listeners, 
it's just logo after logo after logo for all the things that you have to know about that live in this world. Yeah. So it is vast. And I couldn't figure the, I, I started looking at these charts, they're called landscape graphics about ad tech and so on. And they like, they love to do this. They just bundle up all the yeah. logos and it's a way for like, advisory firms and VCs to show how connected they are. Yeah. Like, oh, what's going on in AI? It's, it's really an underground economy, right? Because a lot of these are just waypoints, right? That's it's right. just information hopping from thing no, to thing. And I have a better way because as soon as they stare to the they're right... They're taking a little penny here. Like, they're taking oh, a little hey, penny here. Every right? time that guy is. pops up on the website and says, how can I help you? Right. You know? yeah. But what I'm starting to figure out is that the money and the the way that things are going is people thinking funnel. They're thinking like, oh, I got to move people through and how can I get more of them yep. from step A to step B? That's right. And that, I you know, I just didn't see tech that way. I saw it like, yeah, I got my platform and my API and I'm going to do my transactions and make a little money and everybody's going to think, what a good boy am I? Right. Right? And it turns out that there's this whole world called the economy that's underneath everything. It, it really is what, I mean... Step A to step B, one of the most radical step A to step B moves I've seen is they'll reach out to you uh, and they'll say, we're hosting a webinar. They still use the word webinar today and we'd like you to join. And you ignore it. And then 10 days later, and the webinar is in 20 days, they re reach back out to you and they offer an Amazon gift card. No joke, a 10 or $20 Amazon gift card if you're willing to... They call it sign up for the survey and join us for the webinar just so they can get the information. I mean, it's the math works. Look, if you told me you can give me a qualified lead for $1,000, that makes sense. The math works, Paul. I mean, it's crazy, no, but it works. It's great. If any of you have any qualified leads, just put them here on the table. The thing is, the, the, the problem <laughs> I is... I will go it, get you $1,000. The problem is you don't want to be gross. And we say this to ourselves sometimes. It's like, okay, we can do this and do that and buy email lists, but we don't want to be gross. Yeah, but the world wants you to be gross. This is what's tricky. Is that true? Yeah, well, I mean, look at this thing that we're looking at with $5,000. It's just like, yeah. do you think they care about anything at all? That this is like the most vacuous hellscape that you could ever imagine, right? Like, like, and we have to participate. We have to. We have to look at Salesforce and go, okay. You try to, you try to stay kind of highbrow about it, but it is the game. But also, we're just, we spend so much money and time on it as a firm where we're not necessarily building platforms and doing the things we love to do. And it, it's fine. I, like, I've accepted that into my heart. Like, that is just part of leading a services firm. Okay, let me ask you this. Can I ask you a question? No. Like, when I see you staring dead-eyed into your phone as a consumer, on the consumer end, sure. does it bother you? When you see me, I don't, I don't care what happens. Not me staring at you. That, that, that you are on the other end of this. That you are just sort of this blip getting passed around and sold. I, you know, maybe because my background's in media, like the, the audience has always been like very abstract and, and uh -huh. a lot of little blips. Yeah. So I, I've never found that part too complicated. I, I don't like cheating and tracking and sneaking i hate mm -hmm. sneaking like my 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 when my son sneaks candy i get upset okay like i don't i don't want to be that right um but like i think someone going to a services company's website knows that our goal is to get them to buy services like i think that's right. okay and the content's there and the but podcast we shouldn't be following them home well but the all thing right. is is you can't help but follow them home that's what google some or, or someone else is following them home for you we've all hired private investigators yeah you yeah. know, millions of them. We have, I have millions of PIs. I, I, love, I love watching my mom use her, her phone. Mm -hmm. It's actually fascinating to see. And she has a, an Android phone. So there's a little, you know, the rules are looser. You can put more stuff on it. You can kind of tap on something. And next thing you know, something else got installed. 
And every so often, I will open her phone and there will be like a little dancing on the bottom right corner. And I'm like, mom, this shouldn't be on your phone. You shouldn't have this happening to your phone. <laughs> and she has said to me, it's really great. Yeah. I really <laughs> like it. It's it just every so often, I think if I shake it, it dances yeah. a little. And, Look, uh, it transfers money from my bank account. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really great. And, and you know, it says something because she said, you cl- I got to clean up your phone, mom. And, and she says, you can clean up my phone, but leave this little guy over in the bottom right corner because yeah. I think he's great. And so I think this is a very obvious example, but I think there's a lot of that. I think there's a lot of people feeling good and happy for little things. I, I think they're also like, well, this is what it is. I think uh, there's a bit okay. of that. Yeah. I mean, and, and okay. So on that note, ending oh, it with... with, with uh, a little aside about my mother. Uh, let's open it up to questions. Let's open up the funnel, Paul, and let's let people it. ask questions yeah, if you have welcome. any. Zero pressure. Let me, let me just say the question, which is yeah. um, the client and the front-end experience of Salesforce is, is really rough and, and kind of shitty, but is the back-end experience with, as a developer pretty good? Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, is, it, is it elegant and great? No, but uh, frankly, uh, I don't know if it has to be. I think they're, you know, the, the, the business drivers are being told, go integrate it, and people are doing it. There are tools out there. There's Devs there are JavaScript used to some libraries. garbage, too. Like it's not, as programmers, I think it's just sort of like, eh, this is about as bad as many things are. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's sad, but yes, it's um, true. Like, it's not yeah. beautiful. But. It's not beautiful, but it's fine. It's I would say better than the UX. I, I, oh yeah, yeah. So, other questions? So, sort of people who build on top of Salesforce that you when you're doing let's, re- let's repeat the question. Yeah, when Paul. you're doing um, a Salesforce implementation, there's always that partner who's like, "Oh, I'm your Salesforce implementation specialist." Yeah, and so and and you know. It, is that a multi-level marketing scheme? Let's, I, I, let's I think, no, no, I have it. I mean, let's engage with that. Like, is, a, is it a multi-level marketing scheme when you have the big Salesforce associate conference in Reno and everybody goes and, and you become a gold partner, you know, which they do. They actually, um, they knight you with an installation of Salesforce. And, um, I, I, I think, I think there's a crossing point. I think there's a crossing point for certain brands and it's 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 really a very glorious place on the other side where you can just go say we're gonna we're gonna implement Salesforce and that decision is the right one. There was a day when you you implemented PeopleSoft and you implemented other technologies, SAP, SAP and, and the stuff. like. And they're just not only are they safe, but they're understood to be necessary. I think Salesforce has reached that sort of wonderful euphoric. Place. I mean, it's at that level in the platform. It's right? at that so, level. So they can only, they can't service people directly. And so a consulting layer has built up over the last 10, 15 years. And what happens is then there's the people who are really good at not-for-profit sales force. And there's the people, like, they focus on their vertical markets. You're just seeing a very mature From the- space where people are... are doing their selling from an agency perspective there are entire there are agencies that just piggyback the momentum of that sell of that of just the, the 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 safety around it and the lot and just the the support around it like you see that for a lot of different products but salesforce is there what point. has changed is that it's it's coming into like this world it didn't used to come like you would go hire your partner and they would set it up for you and you'd spend a certain amount of money the fact that they come to us and they say hey we need the content platform but we also need to like funnel certain people into salesforce and can yeah. you set that up 
that the fact that it's just kind of like cool, nice to have, let's add that in, is uh, a real difference. They, I, I was at uh, in San Francisco just coincidentally when Dreamforce was happening. Dreamforce is like the big Salesforce conference, and essentially it was like twelve thousand salespeople just sweating in hotel lobbies all over San Francisco. And the number of marriages that were ruined oh, yeah. over those three days. The it, one, is it James Hetfield? I think James Hetfield stood up and was like, Metallica uses Salesforce to manage relationships with our super fans. <laughs> this is and real. It's this real. Is real. Yeah. And so like that, he was the featured Dreamforce speaker to let you know like just how far down this the is freaking rabbit now. hole. Yeah, exactly. Like, Other questions? Uh, so what is Postlight's funnel? How does it work? And where does the funnel leak? Where does your funnel leak? I got to say, this is the, the reason this is interesting to us and we're talking about it is this is really new to us. We weren't thinking this way. We weren't thinking, even though we were living it uh, because you're trying to move along a phone call or a conversation to a second conversation to we, a third. You know what really happened is we just felt like we... so. The podcast and the you know the brand and events and conversations were bringing people in, but we kept growing. And as you keep growing, you have to feed more coal into the fire. Like you have to just keep shoveling coal. And we realized we we couldn't scale up where we were at. Like I couldn't sell more short-term engagements. You couldn't you know land enough big things in order to really keep that going. And so what what do you turn to? And you say what what levers do I have? What controls do I have? Well. We could promote the podcast more, or we could spend money. We on could ads rebuild our website so it's more attractive. So it's it's sort of all really obvious stuff. Website? Can we do some Google ads, some Facebook advertising? What's our LinkedIn strategy? All of those things are actually really new. They're they're barely I think one of the things shape. we've tried to do though is not be gross and actually. There, ninety nine point nine percent of people listen to the podcast. Get some value out of it without ever having any desire to call us or talk to us or anything. And we hope that there's a sort of an effect out of that that someone will say, "Hey, you should go check these guys out." And what's tricky is that some of there. the platforms, like pasting something I wrote for the blog into LinkedIn, just feels inherently gross. Like it doesn't. It does, and yeah. and, and you see it like if if you use the Washington Post app. The ads that are articles in the Washington Post that it's very subtle which one is an ad. Uh, native it's content, like the stuff like font's that. a little weird and it's yeah. kind of off. And you, you you just you get it and you feel like you're they're trying to trick you. But sometimes if you go into the ad, it's just a normal article. Yeah, and they're just trying by to, their brand studio. Their brand studio. I mean, that's the Vice model and, yeah. and, and whatnot. One more question. Well, let me just restate. restate so, it, sort yeah. of, given our slightly joking tone about privacy, yours in particular. Um, how do we feel about the privacy of people who are, are more prone to exploitation and abuse and how and protecting that? Obvi we're for it. I mean, I, you know, like we're joking around, but obviously... We're not like, for exploitation and abuse, yeah, just to be yeah, clear. No, thank you. <laughs> right. Thank you. We should talk... And the, the, the rest of the question was... Um, it doesn't work. Yeah, why does this actually comment? Yeah, does yeah, it does actually work? work? If I want to go to Tahiti, as the person asking just said, I'll just go book a ticket. I don't need to see it 150 times. I don't know. I think I think I think there's a carpet bombing approach here that they just, if you just keep banging away um, and it's it you just kind of keep sort of hammering away, eventually you'll pull the trigger. I think that's the thinking. I don't think it's viewed as sort of immediately transactional, as in like, you'll do the thing, I'll show you the thing, and then you'll do the thing. 
But if I keep whispering in your ear for four months, you're, we'll get you there, right? I, and I, I think that's the point of back to the, the funnel. It isn't switch that you're flipping. It takes time to get you to move down that path, right? It's kind of creepy. I, I'm with you. Look, this is anecdotal, but also statistics fact. I have a friend who is one of the best banner ad designers in the world. He's been doing it for 20 years. And everyone's laughing a little bit, but it's like, it's, it's real. It's been his career. And he's really, really good at it. And he's actually, he specializes now in political campaigns. And they measure everything in terms of how many donations come in. And he's excellent. Like he gets more and more work as the campaign goes forward because he is able to convert more and more people to donors. And he does that by literally like, oh, let's make it red or the button needs to move around a little bit. Like it's not pure science. There's a lot of instinct that's built up, but it absolutely works and it absolutely drives millions and millions of dollars and more and more work to him. And so... And it's measured constantly. And so things like that. I think buying the sofa is a little tricky because they're going to follow you around until you buy the sofa. And they're like, yeah, we told a billion people about the sofa and we sold two sofas. It's a weird artifact of humans being really cheap to buy an aggregate on the internet. But the more measured, larger ticket stuff, like we're going to buy a takeover of the New York Times in order to get people to give more money to you know, a Democratic campaign. A vote. A vote. A, a vote, vote is very or, expensive. Or a donation. Um, they track that assiduously, and, and it, it does tend to work. Where do you stand on that? Is that, is that cool? I mean, this is the world, right? Like, I mean, that, that is... None of this is cool. I'm not cool. No one's cool. But, like, we're doing a podcast about Salesforce. It's not... <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, Let's end the, this with an apology. Yeah, the, the, the cool meetup is somewhere else tonight. Yes, <laughs> okay. On that note, Paul. Thank you, everybody, for thanks coming. Thanks so much for coming, everyone. Thanks. Hang out. Have a drink. Well, look, if anybody here has any questions, they can either come right up to the table and ask them, or they can email. What's a good email address to reach Postlight? Hello at postlight.com. Goes right to you and me, and I can't wait to see what people want to know about. All right, let's get out of here. But not actually. We're going to have a couple drinks and hang out. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.